Good morning, friends. Good morning to those of us here at Guy House and those online. I'd like to offer some reflections and instructions. But before I do that, just a reminder to all of us that we still have a full day and a half of practice in the heart of our time together. And as we know, these days, these moments can really morph and stretch and expand and encouraging us all to really give ourselves as wholeheartedly as we can to this time, to this practice. And also to offer this practice, this time, this community in all its broadest, widest sense to ourselves, to our being. And if there are any moments when your mind is spinning off into the future as it does, that's what minds do, what next, or recommendations, or this or that, just resting back, coming to the out breath, don't need to worry about that now, that will all be taken care of. Uh, we will give some pointers and the community will you know, offer different recommendations at the end. We don't need to think about that now. And also to say that we receive many, many, many more questions than we had time for in the Q&R yesterday and sorry we couldn't respond to everyone. Um, we're hoping to touch on some of the uh, questions and points that were raised in the instructions and guidance we offer today. And some of those questions were about difficult life situations, anxiety, stress, jealousy, illness, stressful living conditions, feeling that the world is a hard place to be in sometimes. And sometimes we can, when the difficulties, when that which is hard to bear comes along, as it will in all our lives, as it does, that can really um, what it can bring forth sometimes is a sense of I'm not doing this right, you know, that, that any kind of difficulty or suffering is some kind of failure on my part. You know, that if I just get everything lined up and get my meditation practice a certain way or get my this a certain way or do the right kind of this or that, then, you know, then I won't experience difficulty or loss or stress or anger or etc. And that's another really intense pressure that we can put on ourselves. And we can often do this very unconsciously. A pressure to be strong, to be resilient, to keep going. A few years ago on social media I saw um, saw someone carrying a sign. It was a black activist in America and they had a sign saying you know, you call us resilient so that you can 
oppress us even more. It really made me think about this word resilience, which is a beautiful word in many ways, but often it can be used in that sense of, I've just got to tough this out and be, you know, super, you know, superhero mode all the time. And it can lead to a lot of, you know, what in this tradition we call the kind of over-efforting, the tuning, the strings of the musical instrument so that they just, they snap or, you know, the, the, the melody can't be heard anymore. And sometimes instead of this word resilience, I pr prefer to use a word or a sense of sustainability. What can sustain us in the longer term? What can resource us and nourish us so that little by little we learn how to bear that which is hard to bear? And these beautiful practices of samadhi, of gathering, of being with what is, of insight, are really important. These moments of returning and coming back and gathering awareness again and again. And next to those intentions and practices and equally as important are the capacities, the cultivations of the heart. And in the Buddhist tradition, these are sometimes described as the four Brahma Viharas. Brahma meaning heavenly, uh, sublime, delightful. Vihara, a place to dwell, a place to rest. And these are innate capacities of every human heart and mind. They may be very hidden, they may be very obscure, they may be very buried, but they are there, they are our birthright. Metta, M-E-T-T-A, often translated as loving kindness or friendliness compassion, joy, and steadiness, or equanimity. And to be honest, when I first heard about these, I thought, well, that sounds good, but it's not for me. I'm gonna do this, you know, laser-like focus on the breath and the body and coming back and you know all the different habit patterns assembled around this sense of this is where the real uh, meat or juice or point of the practice is and when people spoke about loving kindness and friendliness to be honest part of me was like i don't know that all sounds a bit too hippie-ish for me. I can see that it would be a good thing and it would be nice, but really, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna bother with that, all of that stuff. It just sounds too fluffy. 
And when you know, a teacher invited me to sense into metta, loving kindness for myself, there was just, you know, it just didn't, I just didn't comprehend what they were saying. They said, imagine a sense of warmth in your chest or a sense of you know, softness and warmth. And I kind of looked down at my body and I was kind of hoping that there would be some sort of orange glow, like a kind of ready breck glow around me. And I was like, I just don't get this. So it was a long, long journey and many micro moments of finding the right channels that suited my particular shape, form, being, habit patterns. More and more sensing into, okay, what does it mean in this moment to bring, you know, maybe kindness isn't the right word for you. For some of us that has associations that are not helpful. Maybe it is the sense of befriending or of softening or borrowing from other things, the soft touch of a blanket, the sweetness of the bird song, the sunlight as it lands on our skin and warms our body. So many different channels that we can begin to absorb and allow in these capacities, open up to these capacities, because it's not that we're, you know, doing something. It's really a letting go into what is already there and what in this tradition is said to be boundless, limitless. This field of friendliness or the field, the boundless space multi-dimensional, meta-multiverse of compassion and of joy and of equanimity. The words that we often translate as meditation, bhavana, B-H-A-V-A-N-A, bhavana, can also be translated as cultivation as bringing into being, creatively engaging. And for me it points to an art of practice, the art of practice. Discovering little by little when to loosen, when to adapt, when to notice when we're holding on, when we're clinging on to the shoulds. I should be this way, it should be this way, I should be having this particular kind of experience. And you know, maybe, you're, maybe for you art isn't the right word, maybe it's science, maybe it's about, okay, drops of this and a certain amount of that and that particular ratio or I'm less familiar with the language of science, but there's a whole kind of vocabulary and an energetic realm in, in there that could be used. For me, as someone who has played with words and images for a certain amount of time, I see this, this art as if it is... Uh, we have a palette of different colors, like a painter's palette. 
And we tune into what is needed in this moment. Is it some, you know, dark, deep blue? Is it a bright red? Is it a soft pink? Or perhaps we're sculptors and we have this form in front of us or this this piece of rock or clay and what tool is necessary? Is it a soft brush? Is it a more of a kind of edge, something with an edge, a knife to kind of carve away? Is it something to scrape gently? Is it something to soften? Is some water needed to mold the clay in a particular way? Or we could see it as weaving. What is needed, the warp and the weft. Ah oh yes, a bright yellow strand. Or a dark green. Each of us, step by step, can learn what channels best suit our particular heart-mind-body system with how we bring together what is essentially the two wings of the path, the wisdom and the compassion. And like the wings of a bird, needs both wings to fly. If one is not so strong, then you know the flight won't be possible. We need both to be working together. Yes, the clarity, the insight, the precision, but also the heart, the softening, the expansion into this possibility of boundlessness, which is available to all of us at all times. And we might not believe that. We might not believe that at all times. We not, might not believe that in this moment. But it is our birthright. Important to say that, you know, meditation and meditation practice is not the solution to everything. Life often demands flexibility, invention. And little by little we uncover what is the wise response in this moment? What is the loving response? How can I bring in different resources, things that I've heard, the support of Sangha? It's a poem by Longchenpa, a Tibetan writer and yogi of many centuries ago. And it brings together these four Brahma Viharas in a way that I feel uh, points to how they support each other. And at the center is this flower, this bloom of compassion. But all of the other qualities are needed and they interact with each other in the service of long-term sustainability. And this is the poem. From the ground, from the soil of metta, the earth of loving kindness, grows the beautiful bloom of compassion. Watered by tears of joy, under the shade and protection of the tree of equanimity.
So where do we begin with this and how do we bring it into our practice? Beginning with uh, the earth, the ground of kindness, of friendliness, of befriending, of befriending this too, this moment. Often when difficulties arrive, we go straight to the kind of pushback or that I don't want it to be like this, it shouldn't be like this, I shouldn't be like this, it's a sign of not doing well. But also there's a possibility of reframing in that moment. Really this is the first port of call for the ship of friendliness, is to recognize and to know, oh it's like this, there's anxiety, there's jealousy, there's contraction. Often we skip over that moment of recognizing and allowing and we're on to, well, what I really need to do is come back to the breath. But in that moment of recognizing and allowing, there is that potential of befriending. Just as when you see someone coming towards you in the street and for a while they're someone you don't know, they're a stranger, but they get closer and then you suddenly see, oh, I know this person. And this is that energetic shift. I know this one. I recognize this one. I've seen them before. And then we come closer and there's a moment of contact. Maybe it's just acknowledging them with a smile or eye contact or, you know, maybe it's saying hello, maybe it's shaking a hand. Good to see you. That, that moment when we can recognize and even if it's someone that, you know, we've had some difficulty with or not always been easy, there can also be that acknowledgement, that other one. And it can be like this when we encounter the rage, the jealousy, the anxiety, the overwhelm. In that moment of recognition, which is also a moment of mindfulness, there can too be kindfulness. Ah, hello, old friend. Here you are. And a moment of offering the kindness to oneself, the friendliness, the befriending of how it is in that moment. the friendliness or we could say even the love that recognizes and the love that responds. So there's a quote from a writer and teacher, Bob Sharples. It goes something like this. Don't meditate to try and fix yourself or to try and improve yourself. When you do it like this, it becomes another subtle aggression in the process of desperately trying to improve ourselves. Rather, meditation can be an act of love, an act of kindness towards ourselves. And in this way, it can, little by little, become endlessly delightful endlessly delighting.
So let's settle into some time to continue together. If you need to move and wriggle and stretch a little bit, please feel free. Beginning with loosening the being, the body. Letting it descend and soften down into the ground. And that sense also of the ground, the earth rising to meet the body. both ease and wakefulness. Knowing and remembering in whatever way is helpful to you, that unconditional, ever-present support of the ground of the earth, extending as it does in all directions its solidity, its capacity to bear with. And to support us as we bear that which might be hard to bear. And at the same time, noticing a sense of uprightness in the body, whatever posture you're in, the wakefulness, the courage.
opening to a befriending. Maybe it comes up from the ground. Maybe it comes from the air, the space around you. Maybe it comes with words or colors or images. A befriending for this expression of life that is you, that moves in you. Perhaps allowing each in-breath to support that absorbing, that welcoming in. Of friendliness. And very natural that when we turn towards these cultivations, sometimes the opposites appear. Can't do this, don't know what it's all about. Not for me, not now. Recognizing and turning towards this too. Can this objection to be met with the intention of befriending? like the trees in the garden, the birds. Just as you would not deny to any of these other beings. You would not deny the right to be well, to be safe. to be peaceful.
So you too, in your unique expression and form of life, worthy, deserving, There's moments when it feels difficult or like hard work. Also bringing in joy, delight, noticing what is well. Maybe the thought comes, well, that's enough of that. <sighs> Recognizing, allowing, finding the ground again, noticing the obstacles, the objections. And sometimes it can be helpful to think of ourselves as a tree or a plant a form of life, needing certain conditions to thrive, the warmth of the sun, nourishment of water and air.
things that all living beings wish for. And you dwell a little longer, offering again and again to yourself taking in the wishes for health and wellness, the safety for peace. And then beginning to include others in this field, or maybe it's an ocean, maybe it's a sky, boundless. Including those who are near you, next to you, behind and front. May you be well, healthy, content. Just for now, putting down the guards, putting down that sense of separation. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be nourished and supported and live with ease. Tuning into the words, images, colors that work for you.
and broadening awareness further out to include all those in this room and including yourself. Remembering this isn't something you have to churn out from your own little engine, but you can really open the channels from the earth, the sky, supportive being, sense of community. May we be well. and safe from harm. May we be nourished and supported. And live with ease. Extending further and further out and really playing with that sense of extending in all directions, including more and more beings, places, forms of life.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.